This Tailgate Society podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Deadeye Premium Barbecue Products. Born in Iowa and made in the heartland, Deadeye is your go-to source for everything barbecue. Sauces, seasonings, you name it. They've made a science out of great grilling flavor. It's more than a sauce. Whether you're cooking sliders, dogs, steak, or chicken, Deadeye has the explosive flavor needed to make every dish delicious. Try a splash of their sweet and smoky original recipe or turn up the heat with their Magnum Edition barbecue sauce. Both flavors are available in seasonings as well as sauces. So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com. Hope you all had a lovely Thanksgiving. Um, We're back for another episode of Sports and Corks. This will be our um, traditional episode this week, and then next week we're going to do a special holiday version um of our red flag deal breaker dating style episode um so you got some sports this week and then we're gonna uh talk about dating next week yep so for now um we'll get into college football and starting with recapping of ohio state dominating michigan 56 27 Ohio State looked strong pretty much all game in the third quarter. They kind of looked shaky, but still Ohio State and playing in Ann Arbor. Um, I know questions are if Jim Harbaugh is going to get canned because Michigan hasn't been a dominant force in the like last couple of years. And the Ohio State-Michigan rivalry, a lot of kids these days that go to Michigan don't necessarily think of that as the big rivalry like it had been in years past, um, just because Michigan has not been as good as True. they used to be. I don't know. It seems pretty, I don't know. It seems kind of hasty to me for them to fire Jim Harbaugh. But, um, you know, we see a lot where a coach is given, I don't know, maybe five years and things don't get turned around and they're then they get axed. So um, we'll see what happens with him. I don't think it would be a wise decision to get rid of him. He's, I don't know. That's a lot of money, too. a pretty like, good I, coach. Yeah. I think they need to give him a little bit more time. I completely agree. And then Alabama. you love to see it. Against Auburn. Unless you're a Bama fan, which I don't know that we have any that listen. So we might be good there. <laughs> yeah. So is the reign of Bama over? It's not. It's never going to be over, I don't think. Um, I think this is just going to be one of their lulls, you know, for maybe a couple years. And then they're going to come back full throttle. Just constantly being at the top of the game for another four years five years i think if this is just a quiet period for them and i mean by quiet like they're still doing great so yeah uh yeah i think they'll they'll bounce back too and then this coming week is conference championships one of the best times of the year yes it should be very fun so we're gonna blow through all of the major conference championships, starting with the Big Ten, Wisconsin versus Ohio State. Who you got? Ohio State after their performance this past weekend. I think yeah, they've got Ohio it. State's so dominant. Yeah, it's so dominant. <laughs> Don't need to spend too much time on that one. Oregon versus Utah. This is actually my game of the week. Again, the West Coast bias, or for me, the Midwest. I think I don't know what Colorado technically falls into. I feel like it's actually the southern, like the southwest. But anyways, um, (laughs) I really am interested to see what happens there. I kind of, I know I've gone back and forth on this, but now I'm kind of wanting uh, Utah to win. (laughs) 
uh, just so the Pac-12 remains in the playoff conversation. Yeah, I I can go either way on this for this game. Like, it'd be cool to see Oregon win. It'd be cool to see Utah win. Um, maybe Utah because they haven't had this yet. Yeah. I just would like to see them be in the conversation at the very least, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely get kind of overlooked. Um, Boise State, Hawaii for the Mountain West. This is my game of the week. Ooh, nice. Who do you, who's your pick to win? Uh, Boise State. Hawaii, <laughs> I don't think, I think at the beginning of the season they looked so good and now it's like, oh, you're you're not the best, but you just happen to be here. I think they stumbled into this. Boise State demanded to be in this conference championship. They sure did. I like the stumble phrasing of that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, and then for the Big 12, we've got Baylor versus Oklahoma. Classic. Who do you want for that game? Who do you want and then who do you think is going to win? Oh, I don't want to answer who do I want. I think that... Oklahoma is probably going to win, and I think it'll be a closer game the whole game between Baylor and Oklahoma. I don't think it'll be Baylor leading for the whole game or for the beginning of the game, and then Oklahoma bouncing back. I think it will be a fairly matched game. It'll be really fun to watch, and I see Oklahoma winning. Um, yeah, who who are you? Who do you think is going to win? I think Oklahoma's going to win. Kind of want Baylor, but. Um just for the excitement factor, I guess. Um, the American Conference, Cincinnati, Memphis. Yes, and they just played this past weekend. Memphis won 34-24, and I think Cincinnati's going to win. How about you? I agree with you on that. I think they're going to think they're going to take that one. All right, the SEC, the conference that everyone seems to love. I was going to say the Conference of Champions, but that's the Pac-12. Yeah, I was actually, that's what I was thinking when you said the conference. <laughs> uh, well, Georgia, LSU. 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 Yeah, no. I, I no. don't think it's, I, I think it's going to be kind no. of a blowout. Yeah. Yeah. George, or LSU has been so strong all year. And then Joe Burrow, do you see what he did for his jersey where it was like E. A U X for Burrow, yeah. Instead of I like I could not with that <laughs> <laughs> extra. <laughs> it's so extra. Yeah, um, but LSU's got that in the bag. All right, for the ACC, Virginia, Clemson. Uh, Clemson. Uh, yeah, I've got Clemson as well. Yeah. I think Virginia is another team that stumbled into this conference. Yeah, agreed. I was like, wait, Virginia Tech? Like, for, no, no, no Virginia. Virginia. Okay, yes. Um, yeah, Clemson. Okay. Uh, the Sun Belt Conference Woo. of Louisiana, Appalachia State. Um, State. Yeah, I've got Appalachia State too. Um, they have been pretty strong all season, so I see them winning that. For the MAC, Miami yes. of Ohio versus Central Michigan. What do you think? Mm, I think Central <laughs> Michigan. I feel like we both could go either way on this. Yeah, it's not a. I don't yeah. think it's super clear cut. Um, we'll go with Miami of Ohio just to keep things interesting. All right, I'm here for that. <laughs> Conference USA, UAB versus FAU. 
FAU. Yeah, that's a solid choice. Um, I think UAB. Okay. Both I, are good teams. Like, it'll like, be a fun game to watch. I just like the Owls. They've done some fun stuff on social media before, so. And Lane Kiffin. Yeah, that's really my only reason, like, honestly. It's not about the quality of the team. I'm just like, yeah, I like them, so I'll pick them, sure. I like Lane Kiffin, but I like UAB as a team. That's fair. For the, is it the SWAC? Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was like, hmm, I've not ever said this out loud when right? writing this down. Not like condensed. <laughs> but, not yeah, the abbreviation. No, yeah. No, never. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's Southern versus Alcorn State. Southern, I think. I've never heard of Alcorn State, so I want to root for them. <laughs> okay. Uh, Gonzaga almost lost to Southern when I was in college in the tournament, the first round, I believe. So oh. I just, because of that, I think I'm biased and just assume that all of their teams have extreme athletic ability and just get super lucky with like hitting shots in basketball. So scoring touchdowns in football. <laughs> really, this is a very uneducated guess. I'm just kind of, uh, that's, that's where I arrived at my conclusion. So. So if you're doing your betting, as you're getting ready to go put some money into these games, um, don't necessarily take our word for all of our, our guesses here, when, especially when it comes to the swack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, the MAC, I would say, and Conference USA. Really, those three, I'm like, eh, I don't know. Um, I feel like Conference USA... Both of those teams, I feel like those we had more educated guesses there because yeah, that's fair. of Lane Kiffin. Yeah, true. So that's kind of a um, college football lightning round. I think that was the fastest we've ever talked about college football, which is great because there's just so much to talk about. Big facts. And that's, I mean, we are now getting to the end of college football. This is this weekend is like the conference championships and then we get into bowl games. So, um, start getting really ready for college basketball get amped get amped (laughs) yeah um college basketball we love this sport it might be our favorite i don't know they're all our favorites if we're being honest so uh kansas wins the maui invitational tournament um they had kind of a close call against uh dayton they ended up winning that game by six points uh so I think they're definitely a beatable team, but I kind of like them this season. I like their odds for the just overall um, in March Madness. Oh, yeah. Very early. Very early (laughs) to say that, but. You know, they they had those. They were getting investigated and (laughs) (laughs) the coach is just like, I do not care. Bill Self, he just he doesn't care. He's like, we're going to win. That's what we do. Yeah. We're a winning team. Nothing nothing like the whole Snoop Dogg and stripper thing to put a chip on your shoulder to then go win a national title, you know? Exactly. Like, take that so, NCAA. <laughs> there, I, I see Kansas doing very well this season. Yeah. I think so, too. Despite their close call with Dayton, I think that, you know, early season stuff to work out, whatever. Um, I, oh, yeah. I, I like the, I like, uh, I like their chances. Um, also Georgia only beat Chaminade, which is a division. Actually, wait a second. Chaminade hosts the tournament. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So they were in the conference, the athletic conference where I was a GA and the school that I was working at was a D2 school. So, um, Georgia kind of had a tough time. They only won by three points. 
So that's interesting, I thought. Um, what are your other thoughts, takeaways from um, this tournament? Like you had said that Georgia um, kind of looked rough against Chaminade. Um, that's like a major takeaway because um, that doesn't make the SEC look great going into this season. Um, if like a team like Georgia is already struggling. Um, yeah. And then- I mean, like Georgia's not a basketball school by any means, but that conference like is pretty decent at basketball. So um, it's just kind of, it's very odd to see Georgia, regardless of how good they are. Like they're a D1 team. They're playing a D2 team. It, like yeah. it shouldn't be a three point game. Yeah. And then Dayton, doing very well. I think they'll be a good team to follow this season mm-hmm. um, just because they fared pretty well throughout the tournament. Yeah. I agree. Uh, don't really, I don't really think there was anything else I can think of. I mean, I guess BYU beat UCLA. That's something by 15 points. <laughs> I mean, BYU is ready to be an all sports school. Yeah, they they looked solid in this tournament. That's they'll be I don't want to ever like be like, yes, I want to watch BYU, but like they might be a fun team to watch and follow this season. Could be. I know you're not like the biggest fan of BYU when nope. it comes to basketball because they play Gonzaga and uh hence my there's silence. Some history there. Yeah. I don't want them to be good. <laughs> That's uh so switching gears to the um, Battle for Atlantis, excuse me, the Bad Boy Mowers Battle for Atlantis tournament, I can't tell you how many commercials I watched that were like like sexualizing women on lawnmowers because of this tournament. Oh. <laughs> um, but here we are. So Michigan, woo, they put on a show. Um, they beat UNC. They looked pretty good against UNC. It's not like UNC... I don't know. They were like UNC. I don't think had a terrible game. I just don't have a ton of confidence in them this season, I guess, as a team. That's fair. Um, compared to years past, maybe. So Michigan beats UNC, uh, and then they beat Gonzaga in the, uh, tournament championship game. And Gonzaga played real bad against Michigan. And it's again, that question of, well, is, like Michigan that good or did you know UNC and Gonzaga just have kind of off days I don't know um but Michigan went from being unranked to now being ranked fourth like in a matter of a couple games so props to Michigan for sure pretty maybe Michigan is a basketball school maybe they're not a football (laughs) school maybe yeah maybe they're switching gears I mean, there has to be a time for everything, right? Like, they were a football powerhouse, and now they're like, we're tired of football. What is football? You get concussions. We're going to move to being a basketball school. Who knows? Whatever works for them, I guess. Yeah, for sure. They'll be a fun Big Ten team to watch this season. I think the Big Ten in general for basketball is pretty fun to follow. And, of course, um, the WCC will be fun for you. <laughs> yes. Not sure how many other people are interested in that, but... The entire West Coast. All West Coast listeners are Gonzaga fans. Or <laughs> Oregon fans. And Oregon-Gonzaga. Like, 
that was one of the games I got to watch. It was nice. fun. Yeah, there was that was a good game. Oh yeah, it was. I ended up having like a Thanksgiving dinner with my friends that are Oregon fans here. And I'm like, are you all watching basketball? I'm like, have you been following Oregon basketball? And they're like, no, but did you see Duke lose? (laughs) (laughs) And that was probably the best thing I heard at Thanksgiving dinner was when I was like, oh, I want to talk about your team. And they're like, no, but did you see that Duke lost? Yeah. And I'm like, wow, the loss that was heard around the world. (laughs) Uh, Also, um, speaking of the WCC, St. Mary's beat number 15 Utah State on Friday um, by – how good can I do math? How well can I do math? Eight points. <laughs> um, so that's a good win. Good win for the WCC. But a bad w- loss Ooh, for the Mountain loss. West. When, what was it? Oh, I was thinking – I was still having PTSD from their loss against – St. Mary's lost against Winnipeg or whatever. I think it was Winnipeg. Winthrop, excuse me. Winnipeg. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Winthrop, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that's tough. I guess this this win against Utah State kind of helps them a little bit. You know um, what's fun about these wins and losses in college basketball? They don't matter. They don't matter. Literally <laughs> none of these games matter. <laughs> but we're going to talk about every every week. We're going to talk about college basketball oh, yeah. like the rankings matter. They don't. Nope. <laughs> I love when people get super hung up on the rankings. It's like, it's just kind of a gauge of like overall how well is this team performing this year? Like, it it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to have a good season when it's all said and done, you know, if they're on the rankings. But yeah. uh, game to keep an eye on. Sunday, December 8th, um, St. Mary's is playing at home against Dayton. Uh, That could be a good game. It's at 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock on a Sunday. What else are you going to be doing? Watching football. So just get those dual screens going, and uh, you should be all set. That's a good plan. I like that. It sounds like what my Sunday is going (laughs) to (laughs) be. Speaking of Sunday football, um, the NFL um, yeah. Do you see that the Panthers sacked their coach, Ron Rivera? I did. It seemed kind of random. <laughs> um, yeah. So he was with them for almost nine years and he led them to like a Super Bowl appearance. Um, he was a two time Associated Press Coach of the Year. He had an overall regular season record of 76, 63, and 1. And this season right now, they're five and seven, but like he ends the run with the most wins of any coach in the franchise history. And so it's just, it's very random firing. Like you would think they would just wait until the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, Also, Terrell, Terrell Owens came for Jerry Jones on Twitter um, what? Yeah, <laughs> which was pretty funny. So he tweeted, he he tagged Jerry Jones in the tweet and said, I hope real Jerry Jones takes notice. Panthers have fired head coach Ron Rivera, a coach that has at least gone to the Super Bowl. Yep. Garrett hasn't even sniffed an NS- NFC championship game. Give the city of Dallas and your Dallas Cowboys a real chance to win. Yours truly, Hall of Famer, Terrell Owens. Wow. So I thought that was pretty hilarious and did he do that after the buffalo bills snatched a w from the cowboys on thanksgiving yeah he tweeted that at 4 15 p.m today mountain time so oh my gosh yeah i thought i mean i guess point you know 
He does. The Cowboys <laughs> have not been great in a while. They just they just keep keep around the same people and nothing changes. I, I don't get it. That seems to be a very common theme hmm. for teams that are a hot mess. Also, some companies. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I think teams it's are just, basically a company. Yeah. Or, you know, like people and people in bad relationships. Like, it's just a theme of life, I think. Uh, yeah, we're comfortable with what we already know. And if we only know bad, we're like, this is fine. I'm familiar with this. Why would I search for something better, a better coach, even one from college football? Why would I do this? <laughs> yeah. What do you think of the power rankings this week for the NFL? Um, I was impressed by a couple of teams. Um, the Ravens beat the 49ers, handed them their second loss of the season. Seahawks gave them the first. Yep. Uh, Ravens are 10 and two. I feel like, I feel like the Seahawks, the Niners, and the Ravens all kind of like snuck up on people. Yeah. I don't, I don't think a lot of people realize how good their records are at this point in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know that coming into the season, I would have expected any of those teams to have that good of a record at this point. Me neither. I would not expect. So for the listeners, the power rankings this week are the Ravens, the Seahawks, the 49ers, the Saints, and mm-hmm. then the Patriots. And um it's just so shocking to see yeah. the, the Patriots not in the top like two or three. I feel like this year um teams' records are very like polarized. You have a lot of teams that have real bad records and then you have a lot of teams that have real good records. Yes. Um which I kind of like, honestly. Yeah. I think it'll be a bummer come um playoffs because like really good teams are going to lose, you know, to other really good teams. And I just wish that like, you know, we could see more of that high quality football, but such is life. Um, Seahawks also tend into, um, they're looking good. Again, I've said it so many times this year, did not expect them to be at the point that they're at now. And, and, um, the Patriots are 10-2, and two, uh, and they got one of their losses this weekend against the Texans, who are not terrible by any means. But they aren't good. <laughs> no, they're not good, but they won eight games, you know. That's a lot better than a lot of teams can say, so. Yeah. But just the fact that the Patriots lost to the Texans is really, like, when the world. Maybe the uh, Texans were very motivated after losing to the Ravens. They were like, oh, my God, we have to bounce back. Who can we – what's going to be the biggest win? And they were like, the Patriots. Yeah. I don't know. But it's fun. Uh, the NFL is getting to be to a really fun place at this point in the season. It is. Really, all of our favorite things are colliding. <laughs> Yes, chaos in every chaos. sport. It's beautiful. It's like some people just want to watch the world burn and we're just like, can this happen in sports, please? Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, what's your hot take of the week? Uh, I don't know if this is really a hot take because I think a lot of people would agree with me, but I'm going to say it anyways. Eggnog does not belong at any gathering. I think there's a lot of people that really like eggnog. I also understand there are a lot of people who really don't like eggnog. I 
side with the latter. <laughs> I just, I don't understand the appeal. You know that at people all. used to make it at their homes back in the day and put like actual like eggs, Ugh. which I, you know, what a shock with the name eggnog. So- but like, imagine drinking eggs and milk heated up. Like that sounds so gross. So disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I I just now I'm on a roll because I can't stop thinking about holiday foods that I either love or hate. <laughs> I mean, now's the time of year to do it because if you were like in March being like I hate eggnog, people would be like, "Are you high?" Yeah. That would be random. March is the time where you should start being like, "I hate peeps." Peeps are disgusting. Yeah, I don't think that's no. Everyone knows peeps are gross. I think. Yeah. Kind of like candy corn. Most I would say most people think that it's gross. Uh, what is your hot take this week? So everyone loves Adele, and she has a beautiful singing voice. She truly does. Anytime Adele comes on the radio, I change the channel because I'm not trying to be sad. And I just like the hot take because everyone is like, don't you just want to sit and listen to Adele? Like it's beautiful music. And I'm like, never. I don't want to. I want to listen to some Billie Eilish and be scared. I'd rather be scared listening to Billie Eilish than listen to Adele. And Adele is like probably she's a different type of music than Billie Eilish. And I get that. But like she's probably more liked like her music across the board is more liked by people because it kind of covers a variety of genres. Whereas Billie Eilish is very niche. Yeah. But yeah, I'd rather listen to like scary Billie Eilish music than Adele. Wow, that is most definitely a hot take. Yeah, I realize this as I was driving home, and anytime Adele comes on the radio, I'm like, stop. What about like um, uh, the "Hello, It's Me" song? I don't can't remember what it's called. Uh, "Hello from the Other Side." Yes. Yeah, yeah I'm out on that and i can appreciate that like musically it is beautiful however i am a pop culture raccoon and that (laughs) means i like to eat trash so give me adele and i'll be like can i listen to taylor swift's worst album she put out like i'll take that over adele right now Um, okay it's fine like I, i acknowledge that like i'm in the wrong but it is what it is. You, that is your hot take, and I, I respect your opinion. Thank you. <laughs> uh, do you have any opinions on good wines for the listeners? So this week I'm drinking Cocoa Bon Red Ooh, Blend. That's a great, great pick. Oh, thank you. I grabbed it at Trader Joe's today. Even though I said that Trader Joe's, I don't love their wine. I, um, all the time, this one's very good. It's a nice little red blend, and... Well, you can get that at any liquor store, too. Like, it's not like a a Trader Joe's-specific wine. I think where Trader Joe's sometimes um, is lacking is the Trader Joe's brand wines that they themselves have made. Agreed. And, like, I have learned my lesson of getting the Trader Joe's brand wines. The two-buck chuck is for some folks. It's not for me. (laughs) But if you get their, like, $5 or $6 wine, like, those have been good choices like anything under ten dollars anything between like five and ten dollars at trader joe's is a fine just like i'm just having a glass of wine after work wine Mm -hmm. so yeah what wine are you drinking this week 
Um, so there's a vineyard in Berthoud, Colorado, which is where my aunt and uncle who live in Colorado live. And it's called Blue Mountain Vineyards. And they sell, uh, it's, it's local winery, obviously. And it's just this cute little old elderly couple and they run it themselves. Um, they have a little tasting room out there and I was just at the liquor store and, um, just kind of remembered the winery and, um, picked up a Sangiovese, which is delish. If you live in Colorado, um, check out uh, Park Avenue Wine and Spirits, which is the only place in Denver that sells their wine. But I was like, I I like buying this because it's supporting this little elderly couple. I like that. That's good. So that is my wine of this week. Only one place sells it. Well... There's, they sell it at a ton of places in um, Longmont and Loveland, and they sell it at like five places in Fort Collins too, randomly, um, oh. but only one in Denver. I don't know. All right. Nice. like that. So do you have so, any personal plugs this week? Uh, we've been putting out a lot of stuff on the Cronky Sports Charities Twitter account, which is all types of bigger than sports moments. And uh, I would suggest following that account on Twitter because we're definitely becoming more active. It's KSE underscore charities. If you like bigger than sports content from the podcast, you'll see a lot of the similar things on there. Uh, And then also follow sports and corks at sports corks on Twitter. What are your plugs? So the usual go listen to the tailgate society pods crossing the aisle. Um, I'm sure that's getting like, I know that it's been an interesting podcast and they're doing it every other week because they want to have like quality content um, because so much is happening in politics. So if that's your jam, in addition to listening to sports and quirks, like hit them up, listen to their podcast. Um, Drunk dialing. If you just want to talk to some people, you can integrate inner. Wow. Wow. (laughs) You can interact slash (laughs) engage with them while they're recording. Like you can be a part of it. And then stuff and things. If you are a big Iowa Hawkeye fan, um, neither of us are, but it's good content. And then we're doing the holiday dating episode next week. So please send in any red flag deal breakers. Like they like to run 5Ks on the holiday, which like for some of us, it's fine. For others, it's not. (laughs) Um, So that's our... Those are my plugs. And then for the bigger than sports moment, do you want to talk about one of our favorite Broncos, Von Miller? Oh, yes. Von Miller. Such a great, great member of the community. Um, so he gifted a wheelchair um, to someone in need. And the video that they posted, well, I guess Von posted on his social media. Yeah, right? he retweeted it. Yeah. Um, it is just so pure. He wheels the chair in, and uh, it's just just a great moment. Yeah, it's it's like a custom wheelchair for this doctor. For the is she a doctor for the team? It sounded like in the video she like worked that's with what, the team. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. Um, I wasn't totally clear on that. Also, would like to point out that he has not um, put anything like he hasn't tweeted about it at all which I kind of respect because it's like he's not doing it to get, you know, kind of PR attention for himself, whatever. I don't know. I, I, I think that's, I like that. I think that's good. 
I mean, all around, Von Miller is like a good guy. He does a lot in the Denver community. He does a lot in the Dallas community. Um, He's big on that kind of stuff with charities and giving back. That he is. We love to see it. We really do. There were tears. There were hugs. It was great. (laughs) It was. And we'll include a link to the video in the podcast notes so you can watch it because it is a really sweet video. It is. It'll warm your heart. (laughs) During this cold time of year. Ugh, yes. Um, and then this weekend, one game that we have not mentioned, but we're, we're hoping for the best out of this one in Lawrence, Kansas. Mm-hmm. The Jayhawks host the Colorado Buffaloes. Yes. So Colorado is undefeated. They've won six games. They're ranked 20th. Let's um, go. <laughs> Kansas is ranked second. Uh, just one loss so far. Uh, we wanted to save this game for the very end of the podcast because obviously we're saving the best for last. Um, should be a very exciting game, and I hope it's close. So if you want to watch that game, um, it's going to be at 5 o'clock Mountain Time on ESPN2. Um, good luck with calculating what time that is locally for you because I'm always terrible at doing that. I'll do it um, for you. If you are on the <laughs> West Coast, it will be at 4 p.m. If you are in Central time which is like most of this country good lord it will be at 6 p.m and if you're on the east coast it'll be a seven o'clock tip so no matter where you are you can probably be drinking a beer eating nachos and enjoying the buffaloes challenging the jayhawks tad boyle going back to kansas is like it's kind of a big deal he played there so like it's a big game for the buffs it is yeah lots of stories surrounding that game so that's saturday Whatever time we just told you, based on where you live in the country, and that's on ESPN2. All right. That's all I got this week. That's it. Go Buffs. Go Buffs. Emily and Emily, sports and courts.